Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Welcome. This is the Breakfast with Champions podcast, one of the most unique, amazing, and powerful podcasts you'll ever come across in your entire life. Listen, we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration, and ultimately give you an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to hang out with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. What makes this podcast so unique and incredible is we have over a hundred different thought leaders that are constantly delivering amazing, over-the-top, powerful, and impactful content in bite-sized nuggets that you can absorb, take action on, and implement in your life. So with that said, make sure you filter through. There's going to be some of these thought leaders, these experts in their industries that you're ultimately gonna connect with. You're gonna totally, totally resonate. It's gonna totally be your vibe. And then there's gonna be other ones that you're gonna be like, eh, you know what? I like them, but I don't know if I love them. And that's what's great about Breakfast with Champions is we have something for everyone. So make sure you sift through, find the ones that you love, and know that they'll be coming back every single week to be able to deliver to you the motivation and education and inspiration that you need. With that said, my name is Glenn Lundy. I am your host. Super excited to connect with you. And let's kick off today's episode of Breakfast with Champions. Welcome to my tech segment. You did um, every so good. Thursday. Yay, thank you. <laughs> thank you for being I here. I just want to give you the stamp of approval. Great <laughs> job, you, my Sarah. girl. Oh, good job, Brooke. I got Sarah's approval. So I, I always love Thursday mornings. I kind of just flow with it a little bit, see what Kelsey talks about the hour before so I can kind of feed into it. Um, because, you know, when we come to talk about tech, there's so many things in this world that, that are technology. And when we hone it down into like what's becoming digital, um, it's everything. It's absolutely everything. And so for me to, uh, you know, whittle it down into something is always a bit of a challenge and to figure out what you all want to hear about. Um, and sometimes I feel like everybody just wants to listen and, um, and, you know, hear, hear what we have to say, maybe not even chime in and just have a learning moment. And that's fine with me too. Cause you know, I could talk for hours. So, um, first and foremost, for those of you who don't know me, I came on to clubhouse a few months ago, um, thinking I would, I would talk just about TikTok. I, uh, was, very surprised last year, uh, about May, June of 2020, where um, as a 44-year-old Gen X mom, uh, business owner, got a little bit bored in the house and downloaded TikTok and realized that I had such a much bigger audience to talk about things that are important to me, like mental health, which I did a podcast before, uh, before this. And was very, you know, very open about it. And I realized, wow, this is a huge audience. And I love to make people laugh. I love to just use my personality and wit. And over the year, uh, it, it grew to th almost 300,000 followers and 40 million video views. And people keep telling me that I, that I downplay that a lot, but it, it's still kind of funny to me. 
you know, to be at this age and I don't do dances or trends or any of that stuff. And I truly do believe that TikTok is a uh, beautiful business tool. Um, I have brand ambassadorships. I have uh, brand deals with um, different companies like Best Buy, like, you know, Coinbase in the crypto world, um, like BetterHelp, which is an online um, or a therapy app. So it's just, it's a huge, huge tool. And that, of course, uh, always goes into um, when I talk about technology, that is such an incredible tool. Yes, it's a little bit difficult to kind of get the hang of because everybody, especially my generation, is kind of used to Facebook and the um, text posts, right? But I've always been somebody who, uh, you know, loves to be in front of the camera and the audio with the podcast. And here where I live in Boise, Idaho, I have a little bit of a presence here because of being a woman in tech and always being asked to um, go and teach workshops for, for girls, getting girls into tech. Um, my first company in 2010 uh, was a computer repair business, an IT services business. So I did a lot of hardware repair. So I'm really into that. I build gaming computers. I like all of the things, right? I, I'm obsessed with all of the things. I even built a uh, crypto, a Bitcoin mining computer uh, in 2011, which um, no, I don't have any of those anymore because we decided the electricity was too expensive. So hardware has always been, um, you know, just super cool to me. And, um, and so that led into talking on the news about women in tech and, and mental health and all of the things that I'm passionate about. And so it was really easy for me to, to trans, uh, you know, transfer into TikTok. And I get that it's, you know, it's a little bit difficult for people, um, you know, maybe a little scary to be on camera, but the nice thing is that it's not live. You know, you, this, this year is, is live clubhouse. Um, and, but it's, it's a little bit easier because we're, you know, right now I'm just in my, you know, sweatpants and, you know, sitting in my living room, uh, a lot, a lot easier than having to set up a, a ring light and actually get some content together. It's a nice way of, of just having a conversation, having a little meeting of the minds here and, and then being able to replay it on the podcast. So, so that in itself is, is an incredible piece of technology to use. Uh, something that, that Kelsey and I were going to chat about um, in her segment if we had time, and so I'm bringing it up now, is TikTok ads. So recently, um, and people, so people always ask, like, Brooke, what do you even do? Are you just a TikTok influencer? <laughs> no. I wish that I could make a living um, just as, uh, just, you know, doing TikTok videos. That would be so lovely. Uh, but, you know, contrary to popular belief, you really can't make a ton of money just being a TikTok influencer. Maybe if you're in your 20s, but you know, I'm I'm a single mom, you know, with a lot of expenses and so I actually have to still run a business. Um so I would say that the the influencing part is technically a business. I wouldn't do it if there wasn't something in it for me. I think we're all on the same page there, right? We we don't we shouldn't give of ourselves unless we are being compensated. Um, and, you know, it took a little while to figure out what I was doing with TikTok, what I was doing with social media. And a lot of it is testing. A lot of it is, um, you know, I own a, a business called Jayla Digital, which I, I kind of, um, it morphed from my computer repair business uh, into that because, you know, it, around 2016 or 17, 
it just wasn't profitable anymore to be fixing people's computers because things were so much built so much cheaper and better, right? If you and a lot of what we did was uh, data recovery. If somebody dropped their hard drive, which at the time had actual platters on the inside, right? And it, it would mechanically break. Well, those don't really exist anymore. I mean, they do, but it just became, uh, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't profitable. So I went back to my software roots. I'm a software developer from the early nineties um, and started doing more web development. It's very different between web design and web development. Um, and I've talked about this in another segment. How I say all this to tell you that everything is kind of, it's always changing in the tech world, um, a lot more so than other industries. And so I'm constantly having to retest things. Um, a lot of the stuff that I was doing on TikTok was to test for clients because that's a part of my services, right? It's not just web development. We don't just build websites, but um, you know, each client, each project is, is different. Um, I think we're all like that in all of our businesses. I would hope that each client should take a different route. And so recently I acquired a sort of a partnership with a friend of mine who has a TikTok ad agency. I've talked a little bit about this in the past. It's still very new. So I don't have a ton of, um, you know, case studies and, and clients just yet. But the thing about TikTok ads is if, you know, and I've done a little research, I can give you statistics and all of that, but I really like to just shoot from the hip on this and then answer questions if anybody has questions. It's so new and so cheap and it's so easy to do that I am always telling people like, don't sleep on this. If you have questions about it, let me know. Um, if I can't answer them, I'm going to send you to Caleb. Um, but there's three different, well, it's kind of four different tiers of TikTok ads. So just like on Facebook, you can um, promote your TikTok video, right? So if I did a video about uh, crypto, um, I can then promote it from my account. And that's very similar to boosting a post on Facebook. I think it gets more reach on TikTok but it's still not at the level of if you go and get a business for TikTok account, which any business with, you know, with an EIN can, can go and get that. Uh, I think it's uh, tiktokforbusiness.com. And then that gives you similar to Facebook ads and the Facebook uh, business manager. Then uh, the next level would be the ad agency. And there's quite a few of those. And then the level on top of that, and that gives them creative control over what you're doing. The ad agency partnership, there's only a few of these, and they actually have an account manager with TikTok. And this is essentially, and Caleb and I are not at, at this level, but the ad agency partnership is like the ad that opens when you first open TikTok. And it's like the Apple, you know, for the phones or for, um, you know, the big, big, big companies, Nike. So those have to have an account manager with with TikTok. You know, we're we're kind of in that world, so we have the same access as these big companies. Um, however, we're still we're we're still working out the kinks. So that being said, the 
audience that you can drill down on with TikTok is mind-blowing. And like I said, it's cheap. And all you have to do is create a, a fun video. It doesn't even have to be, you know, you don't even have to be selling something. You know, with Facebook, I feel like you have to really be specific and really really drill down and like really know what, what's going on. And you're still going to pay a bunch and you may not even get to the, uh, to the right audience. TikTok ads so much more. It's just clean and concise and gets in front of the right people. And then um, part of that too is utilizing the influencers. So the TikTok influencers, it's a, it's a whole different ecosystem over there. Um, and I know this because I'm part of it. I was able to grow. I understand how it works. And I think you should always go with somebody who's been able to do it themselves. Um, I mean, that's not the case in, in you know, some areas. But if you want to grow your account, if you want to get to the right people, make sure you're, you're doing that with, um, you know, an agency or a, you know, a, a freelancer that has been able to do it themselves, whether it's for them or for somebody else. Um, make sure you ask for case studies and all of that. So um, it's just, it's incredible reach. It's, it's cheap. And, you know, all you have to do is, let's say you're selling a product, just again, show yourself using the product and maybe do it to a trend, maybe do it to, with a, with a trending song. There's so many ways to do it. And then you pay for that reach and it's great because the the link is just right there. You can swipe up. There's no, you know, follower count that you have to meet. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's super cool. I don't know if um, I got a couple of minutes before my next reset. Um, if anybody had questions about TikTok ads, I would be happy to answer them or I can get back into some trends. Um, what's hey, happening? Hey, Heather. Yeah. What's up, Heather? Woo! Original. Original people, Kelsey Brown, yeah, Alexander Christie. It's like <laughs> always, oh, man. TM, what's up? Okay, yeah. You know what? I would uh, love to talk to you about TikTok ads. You know, um, I heard there's like a boost and not to do it, and then I heard like doing kind of like the similar on Facebook. You can do, you can actually go into the ad manager versus boost. And um, have you seen anybody in TikTok doing them from a coach consultant perspective obviously i've been getting into games and you know stuff like that but have you seen anybody do what i call the coach consultant moving people into some kind of cta an ebook something like that have you seen any of that and heard yeah, of success absolutely um and i think that's you know when i kind of describe it that that boosts the post right like you just don't get the same reach so of course it it works you're still gonna pay for clicks or, you know, all of that. Um, let's, for example, let's take my account. I already have like a, a community, uh, I guess I already have an audience would boosting a video that I know will get half a million views, um, based on the fact that I have 900 other videos for the, from the last year. No, it's not going to work for me. Right. I would boost, or I would use the agency level to get, um, very specific in the audience, it really target people who aren't already following me. Um, so that, like I said, there's different levels. If you're just starting out and you want to boost a post, that's going to probably do really, really well. Um, if, in terms of what you asked about, like the consultant uh, coaches are, are very successful. There's a bunch of, um, and, and really organically, that's the big thing. A lot of the coaches that I've seen do this 
which of course is go do videos where you're uh, educating, right? You're giving away as much information. You can look, go watch Tori Gordon. Um, she's been on Clubhouse a couple times. She's one of my breathwork coaches. And I learned about her through TikTok, contacted her after I was in a Clubhouse room and did her breathwork course for quite a bit of money. Um, and I mean, worth every penny, but she goes on there and she gives away so much information. She does these inspirational videos. Um, and so I would say those are really, really popular organically. Um, and you know, if you don't want to spend the time, right, it's going to take you time to build an audience, then absolutely do a couple videos, boost those, or even, you know, go to the, um, TikTok for business, create an account, and actually create ads. The boosting of the post is is literally just your video that you put out there to grow organically and then you boost it. If you make an ad and you put it into TikTok for business, um, that's kind of separate. That goes a, a different direction. But absolutely, I think TikTok is the best place for coaches because your face is there. You know, that's what we do. We we hire mentors and coaches that, that um, we identify with. And I think seeing someone's face and hearing their voice and their mannerisms and all of that, I just, I just think it's, it's more of a connection. So I hope Can that answered your question. No, that was great. Just a couple technical questions. I hope this serves the yeah. audience. One um, is, is there a separate um, app for TikTok business manager similar to Facebook? And the second question is, um, cause I have never clicked on an app for TikTok. Can you go to an external link? Like what's the click through or CTA? What, what's allowed? Yeah, for sure. Um, so it is, uh, tick, oh man, now I'm looking for it. Is it tiktok.com slash business? Yeah. So tiktok.com slash business slash EN for English. Um, and then you can get started. You have to kind of apply for it. I mean, if, if anybody has a, um, an LLC, any, anybody with a business can, can sign up for it. Yeah. So you just click on this ads.tiktok.com, TikTok for business. Um, even if you just Google that. So the way that it works is, and now I see ads all the time, right. In, uh, in TikTok because I'm utilizing it and, and seeing it. So again, those different levels, right? The boosting of the post is going to give you some options. The TikTok for business actually creating an ad, you then go in. It's it's very similar to, to Facebook for business. I think it's much easier to use um, in TikTok for business. You go in and you can actually set all those CTAs. Um, if anybody's familiar with this, the music, the spinning circle icon at the bottom of your TikTok video, normally you would tap that and it would take you into the sound, right? And all the videos that use that sound. When you make an ad, again, different than your boosted post, when you make an ad, that can be used to tap into the link, the external link. Also hitting the profile circle will take you to the link. You can set all of those things. You can also at the bottom in the caption is where it will say sponsored. And that's kind of the nice thing because it doesn't necessarily look like an ad unless you make the video ad-y, right? like ad-ish. If your video is 
um, just a, a regular video, you doing something that's inspirational. And then, you know, at the bottom or at the end of your video, say, just click the link for more information. And then that can lead you right into your funnel, um, just like a link. Um, if you're doing a boosted post, you know, you just say link in bio because, you know, you have the ability to put a link in your bio, which has been what people have been doing uh, up until this point is click the link in your bio. It goes to like a link tree or whatever. But yeah, all the CTAs, that's what's so great about this. You can go into your TikTok for business account, put the ad video in there. You can upload a video. That's kind of nice. Maybe you have a really professionally done. I don't suggest doing super professionally done because then people immediately know it's an ad. Um, if it's just the same as, as stuff that you've already done organically, they're going to be more likely to watch it because that's the ecosystem of TikTok. It's not the highly produced um, videos. So yes, the CTAs are all in there. You can program it in there. It's super easy to use. Um, and then, like I said, the agency level that, that Caleb and I have has audience uh, drill downs. You can choose um you can choose imitation audience. I don't think that's the right word. Uh, and uh, sorry, equal audience. I, it'll come to me later. Um, that's the thing about live audio, right? <laughs> like if I don't find the word, I'll have to come up with it later. So there's just a lot more options. So yeah, there's CTAs all over the place and you can just lead them right into your funnel. Does that answer? Heather. Yeah, of course. I was I was sitting here inside of TikTok, <laughs> running around, looking around. Yeah, this is great. So just to kind of reiterate, you know, it sounds like um, there's a lot of opportunity when you uh, sign up for TikTok ads. Just to reiterate what you said, so ads.tiktok.com, and I'm about to sign up. I think. Yep. Do you have to have a minimum? Um, to nope. like I don't have. Okay, cool. Because I'm, nope. I'm not as big as you yet. One day, one day, I will be as big as you, Brooke. Um, but yeah, it's a time to, suck, right? No, I know, right? It's a total time suck. But you know, I think it's really great. It's an opportunity. Um, I'm definitely diving into and doing more videos, and so um, I just really, you know, love what you're doing. But I think it's an opportunity for anyone, no matter what your age or demographic is, as you're a coach or consultant or knowledge based business. I think it just goes to show that right now, more than ever, is just an opportunity to dive in and to add that value. So. Thank you, Brooke, and I will probably be reaching out to you as well. Yes, I I think that's amazing. Um, I can't wait to watch what you're doing. Um, it's it's really truly one of the coolest things uh, that that I've experienced just in my professional life. You know, and I've been around since in I've been in tech since the early '90s. I've always told people that, and so I've been able to watch things. I was telling my son the other day. I didn't even have a cell phone until I was in my 20s. And this is not to say that I'm old. This is to point out the fact that things have gone so quickly. Um, let me reset the room really quick because I'm over by five minutes and I'm trying to keep things going for Sarah. So she's proud of me. Um, you are in the Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club. Um, did you know that we're not just on Clubhouse? We have the Breakfast with Champions podcast, the Breakfast with Champions pages on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn. And we want to be there for you wherever you are. So here's what we, we want you to do. Go to Breakfast with Champions Club on Instagram, at Breakfast with Champions Club on Instagram. Click the link in our bio. And from there, you can follow us anywhere you want to stay connected. So I already see my messages blowing up. 
um, which is awesome. Alexander, are you flashing your mic at me? Yeah, girl, I've been flashing my mic at you for about 23 minutes. I'm so happy you finally <laughs> saw it. <laughs> I no, saw it, Alexander. I, saw I wasn't looking at my phone. I'm in, in the zone. I'm in Laura yeah, Wilde's like zone. It. Yes, I was like, I was like, is this girl going to see me? Because I have an actual question. Because, so, <clears throat> talk to me about copy when it comes to uh, the ads and the boosts. Because on Instagram and Facebook, especially in the, 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 you know, the, the industry I'm in are like, we can't say weight loss. We can't say fat loss. Like are the copy on our ads on both of those platforms, like, unless you hire someone and figure out how to do it at first, it's a lot of paying for things that don't actually get allowed to be used or don't get, don't do any traction. Like, are you finding that it, there's certain words that they're shadow banning or certain things that they're not allowing? Um, or is it kind of a free-for-all like TikTok sort of has always been? Yeah, I do see, um, you know, with – I have a couple of clients that are in the cannabis space. And even though it's completely legal in so many states, um, if you have a, a, a plant uh, anywhere in there, if you say the word cannabis, if you say the word marijuana, um, they take that down. So I don't know about – no, I don't think with, with fat loss um, – I didn't know you – that was a thing with Instagram. Um, oh, it's a, it's like a big no-no word. You cannot on any really? ad. Oh, the, the list for health and wellness is actually, um, you know, you know, Zuckerberg don't want you making any money. You know, he doesn't <laughs> actually want you to make any money. True. He's trying to keep this that for facts. But um, yeah, so it's really difficult. And so I, I dabbled in it for a while. I hired someone and um, that was the only way that we can get it done. And, I mean, the hiring alone to get someone, I think just to retain her was like 1500 bucks. Yeah. And then every, yeah, every post was too. So like, it wasn't cost effective to me, but if this, I could go up there, shake my booty, put a little boost and get some money. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But, uh, yeah. I, I might want to yeah. offline and chat with you a little bit more on this because uh, this is now, I, I'm getting more interested in this. Are you seeing success? I want to see your booty, teams? Alexander. Just, I just want to see your booty. Just let <laughs> I don't really, I don't really booty pop. Shake the booty and then get some money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that right there is TikTok. Please go create yeah, absolutely. right now. Literally. Um, <laughs> but I, I want to see like, you know, if you're seeing some success, I want to, I want to talk to you about it offline, but um, yeah, I might start you know, playing things, throwing a little spaghetti against the wall and see what sticks. And that's the great thing is that it's so cheap and it's so new that you can, you can throw things against the wall and th things, you just throw things. Um, and that's and see what TikTok. Sticks. <laughs> it's so meta. We can be <laughs> testing an ad by testing an ad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love it. <laughs> Throwing things and then it's Hashtag an ad, also a video. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I have seen, and the, the great thing about TikTok videos is that it's not dependent on your copy. It's not dependent on the captions. Uh, it's dependent on whether or not you have captured their attention. And you will always capture their attention, Alexander. And, you know, that that's the nice thing about already kind of innately having a personality, innately able to catch people's attention via video and via audio and all of that is that, you know, that's half the battle. 
And so when you start creating these ads, when you start creating these videos, um, it's, it's easy to throw spaghetti against the wall and see what sticks because you've already captured their attention and you can quickly determine if this is going to work or not. Um, and maybe spend 10 bucks or whatever and hit, you know, like I said, in a year I have hit 40 million, probably more than that. Now I, I did a, 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 an analytics of this because I actually started on TikTok in January of last year, but didn't really do much. I was just, you know, scrolling and whatever. I didn't start posting videos until like April and then got traction maybe three months later. So really just in the last 10 or 11 months has it hit that huge number. Um, and that's a lot of eyeballs. That is a lot of eyeballs. And so even if you were to hit a quarter of that or an eighth of that, that's still more than you would hit on, on Facebook and for, for very inexpensive. So uh, you're definitely going to have a lot more leeway with TikTok because of the way that it already is. And so the ads are going to be, you're still going to be able to like, you know, say whatever words you're going to say. And especially since you're, you can teach people something and also get them to buy. So you teach them about weight loss, teach them about, um, you know, the, the business opportunity that you have, um, all in one. And you don't even need to say those words. You can just show what it's like and put words on the screen. So, um, yeah, we're actually not allowed to say those words actually on TikTok specifically. It's one of the few platforms that specifically blocks our business model. It's in the T's and C's. That you oh, on cannot, TikTok? Yeah, on TikTok, you cannot talk. I mean, it don't, I mean, you know, Scott D. Henry and, and we're all friends and obviously oh, that doesn't stop the... him, but that's yes. Yeah, it's technically against T's and C's and that's why his posting specifically on that's that, even right. though he's still bringing in thousands and thousands and thousands. I mean, his first month, I he, he just with one post on TikTok, he made $11,000. I remember um, that. Okay. I and stand yeah, all of that has slowed. So, but that's specific to that industry. I, I, yes. So, I, which, which is fine. Not, I mean, uh, unfortunately that's what we battle in every day-to-day -day life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, so that's okay. It's just, I'm curious on like the specific trigger words, like fat loss, weight loss, which is an absolute no, no on Instagram and Facebook. I'm going to do some playing around friend. I appreciate yeah. your um, immense knowledge uh, on this and uh, love you friend. Love you too. I'm gonna, I am looking at my screen now. I'm sorry, you guys, I get into this whole thing where I'm walking around and using my hands to speak as if you can see me. Um, and so I don't look at the screen, but is there anybody that wants to chime in or ask a question about it? Um, Steven, or is it Stefan? Hey, Brooke, it is Steven, but you can call me Stefan. Uh, cool. We matter. Either one works. Uh, what's going on, my friend? Would you say? Oh, sorry. I said, what's going on, my friend? It's very yes. like casual in here with me. Oh, no, it's, it's no problem. So uh, thank you for all the knowledge you shared on TikTok. And my question, I have a question. I started TikTok, I'm an adoptive parent, uh, adopted two boys earlier this year, and I start TikTok as a relationship building with them because they love technology. And we start TikTok videos, uh, average between five to 10,000, 15,000. However, uh, I also have other businesses I work with and I want to use TikTok for that. How would you recommend me transforming my TikTok into my business model. So promoting more of 
uh, the other part of my life and not focusing so much on my kids? That's the question. This is Steve McCall. I am very, um, so this kind of goes into, which I'm not going to go off on a tangent on this, but um, I'm, I'm usually very vocal about keeping your kids out of just social media in general. This comes from my cybersecurity background. Um, I know you didn't ask this. I just always kind of throw this little curveball in there that, um, you know, even on Instagram and Facebook and all of that, you'll rarely see um, my son every once in a while. Um, I'll do a little post about it, but, um, and he's almost 17. So uh, just, just keeping that in mind. And especially with TikTok, you know, technically they have to be 13 to even have an account. Um, you know, there's obviously there, that isn't the case that there's kids that have accounts that are younger than that. Um, but just utilizing TikTok for business, absolutely start transitioning into, um, doing videos that either educate, entertain, or inspire. I'm sure you've heard that. That's, we talk about that, about this room. It, it, it's across the board. Um, you know, I'm a big believer in, uh, well, I follow Gary Vaynerchuk and I have for a long time. He and I are exactly the same age. I've been following him forever. If you don't know who that is, um, he's a master at, harnessing social media and seeing trends before they came up. He would, he was always talking about musically. Um, but the thing that I always got from him way back, way back before social media, even, um, more of when he went onto YouTube was this idea of jab, 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 right hook, and you give, 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 and then you ask for the sale. So when it comes to TikTok, I believe it's the greatest platform to be able to do that. Right. So I grew my account based on I would say 70% of my videos are really just funny. Um, there's 12 and a half, I think 13 million views on the hashtag Brooks laugh, right? People like me. So they want to do business with me. They don't even, they just don't know they want to do business with me. So it's a matter of, and, and I said that about the kids thing, because I do want you to stay in the, in the realm of doing fun videos, making, making yourself relatable, right? And by doing that, you can then every once in a while throw in a educational video. You may not get as many views, you know, the ones that I do that are kind of inspirational or um, educational, if I'm doing something about crypto, um, still will get a lot of views and a lot of uh, tension, um, just not the same as, you know, the, the goofy ones, right? But you got to mix that in there. You got to be relatable because people buy from people, um, not from companies. And so throw that in there, but definitely I would say, you know, every three or four do a, a super educational one about your industry or your product, give away as much information about it as you possibly can, because then people are going to go, Oh, that, that guy that I really like that was doing that funny video. Oh, this is what he does for a living, or this is what he sells. And I want to like, you know, get in on that community of, of people. I want to learn more about this, whatever it is. Um, and they're going to find you. Uh, I've told people this, nobody has really ever known that I'm, I'm running a technology consulting business, a web development business. Actually, it never really was the web development stuff. It was usually always my tech consulting um, off of TikTok where they would, they would find me. Um, I would do a couple of videos and 
talk about blockchain and, and super techie stuff. And then somebody would contact me and I would have a, a monthly, um, you know, client from that. So even if you get a fraction of the um, conversion that you would on Facebook, not only are you having fun making videos, but you are, you're teaching something you're, you know, maybe you're, maybe the people that watch that video, let's say 90% of them only consume it for the lesson you gave, the education you gave and the other 10%, um, you know, followed your call to action. You're still getting more people and more eyeballs than you would on any of the other social media platform. That answer your question, Steven? Yes, no, and I, I appreciate the comment on the kids because I have not yeah. made a TikTok video in around 35 days and people have been reaching out to me saying what's going on. And that was actually the reason because I've, I've dealt with cybersecurity also. And even though my kids like it, uh, I actually transitioned away from them being in my videos. It was fun, but the security right. part always goes in my mind. Uh, so thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for confirming that I, I made the right decision. But um, you did. Um, um, to transition. So that, that really, thank you for giving me that comment because like I said, a lot of their friends were on it and I did it for a few times and we got some great hits, but in my mind, I was like, Oh, this is not good. And I have to tell them about the security aspect and tell them, you know, this is uh, you know, it's just a different world and it's not as safe as you think it is. Um, so thank you for, uh, giving me that confirmation. This is Steve and I am done talking. Thank you, friend. I'm, I'm glad that that we did talk about that. Um, I think people need to be more aware of it, that, um, you know, that's, that's not going away anytime soon. So let me just, um, reset hey, the room. Yeah. Hey, Brooke. Who's it's that? Eric. How are hey, you? Hey, Eric. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, I just wanted to chime in about the cybersecurity uh, issue with children and just give a little anecdotal experience, if that's okay. Um, this is an experience that is actually prior to the social media boom. But since we're just talking a little bit about this issue of cybersecurity and children, um, sometimes people don't, I, I, I love the discussion and I love these thoughts and I, I, uh, I definitely condone that. I have a few children of my own and don't, they're not really on my social media platforms because uh, we're not very comfortable with that. But I want to give a little experience that my brother had a number of years ago. My brother was a uh, sports broadcaster for a number of years, a, an anchor, sports anchor and director. And, uh, and he was living in Wisconsin in uh, the Green Bay area, and he was on Fox. And so people saw him every single night, uh, particularly in the days of, uh, in the days of when people would watch more uh, nightly news. And so he had their, they had a little child, and this was about 15, 16 years ago when they had their first child. And during his, during the news broadcast, when he would do the sports, um, for one, for about 20 seconds, maybe at the end of the, their news broadcast, his wife brought his little little uh, baby onto screen and they said you know we had a baby and this is this is, this is my new little child and oh that's so that's so cute da, 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 and then they ended the broadcast that next week his wife was in the uh in the grocery store and they were getting some groceries and had the, their little baby girl in her arms and this the clerk the checkout clerk person looked up and looked at that looked at the baby and said oh I know that little baby. That's Drew's baby. You must be his wife. Isn't that cute? And she was 
mortified that just for 10 seconds on a on a news broadcast which is not even a video that you can watch over and over and over again but somebody had just seen his little baby for 10 15 seconds maybe on set during the sports broadcast that night and their baby was already being recognized in public and uh, his wife was pretty mortified like never again children are never again going on your news broadcast but it just was an interesting lesson from a long time ago and thinking about this cybersecurity and thinking about security and and children and the safety of children and uh and now when videos can go viral and people are looking at videos i mean if somebody can recognize a baby after just seeing them for 10 seconds on screen think about how well they'll recognize a child in public after seeing that child over and over and over again in a video it was just a really interesting experience that our family had that was an an early lesson to me about safety children's safety on any type of media absolutely eric thank you so much for bringing that up and i think that i just decided on next week's topic we're going to talk literally all cybersecurity um for kids on social media kids on discord kids on all of that and i think um just really quick before i reset um you know location i'm just going to put it this way location is very easy to to find especially if you're tagging your instagram posts of you and your kids at the beach right um at a crowded beach if you're following what i'm saying then great if not let's you know why don't you take a moment later and think about this if you're posting you and your children at a beach at a crowded beach and you're saying this is where we are um and let's say you say in your caption we're on vacation somebody can very easily think to themselves they're still there because they're on vacation they may not be at that beach right at this moment but they're still there and unfortunately this world is sometimes a scary place and we want to protect our children, right? And I always have, um, mainly because some things in the tech world, we wish we could scrub from our brains, but we can't. And um, so the only thing I can do is is give that information over to parents and, and try to make sure that, you know, without being, without being too descriptive to just encourage people to keep their kids off of social media, not their accounts, but photos and videos and all of that off of social media. Um, it's just not, it's not something that, um, that you want to see the negative effects of. Um, so to reset the room, if you are learning from this room today, just imagine how much you'll gain when we come together in person in Lexington, Kentucky. Um, I just decided that I'm going to go. So you'll see me too, November 5th or 7th. Um, for the Grow Your Business for God's Sake conference. Glenn Lundy will be celebrating the 1,000th episode of Rise and Grind, featuring so many of your favorite Breakfast with Champions speakers and spearheaded by Tamra, my friend Tamra, who is on the lookout for your 67-day challenge check-ins. Oh, hashtag 67-day challenge check-ins. If you're one of the more than 900 people in this community doing the challenge, we're so proud of you. And if you haven't started yet, it's not too late. Go to breakfastwithchampions.live, remember it's .live, for the link to sign up now. Also, um, I wanted to say, okay, so I rarely do this. In the tech world, um, you know, when you go onto Instagram or Facebook, 
um, and, and people are telling you to DM them a word, right? I never really had a program that I needed. Like people would contact me and I do kind of these high level uh, consulting. I have high level consulting clients. I don't really have a program yet. However, because of the last few weeks and the um, interest that people are showing about teaching um, girls in tech, I'm working on that. I have a, I'm, I'm going to have a membership program um, for your daughters and your nieces and all of them to get on a Zoom call with me for a three-week program. So I'm super excited about that. It's not in place yet because you know I have to run a business and you know be a TikTok star and all of those things. Um, <laughs> actually, I've kind of like not done a TikTok video in a while. Um, so, but it's it's interesting because it, I still get momentum on old videos. Um, that being said, I'm going to have a mailing list. If you go to my Instagram and you DM me the word tech one two three all all one word tech. T-E-C-H-123, um, one of my business partners, one of my co-collaborators has a system that for the bot is actually um, just for the specific word. So if you actually want information about that, I can help with that too. She's incredible. Another woman in tech, totally changing the world of um, automated bots because you have to actually put a specific word in as opposed to it's just a bot whenever you message somebody. I know you've all done that, like where you message somebody and you just get a bot response. That isn't um, productive in my opinion. So if you go to my Instagram, message me tech123, not here on Clubhouse, but in my Instagram, you will put in your email address and you get on my mailing list and you'll be able to find out when I'm doing all of those um, programs. I'm going to do a cybersecurity one. I'm going to do girls in tech and I'm going to do a crypto um, session program. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and make sure you, even if you want to just go test it out for me, that'd be awesome too. <laughs> so um, I've got about 12 minutes left. Um, it, it is, anybody has hi, Ravneet. What's going on, my darling? Hi, thank you so much, Brooke. I, I do want to just start off by apologizing because I've been multitasking during your segment, but um, I, I know you're a TikTok superstar and I just literally just created an account like maybe the other day and I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so I apologize if this is a silly question, but um, the part where uh, the area where you have a caption uh, I noticed number one, it's limited in characters, and uh, number two, um, it it has an option for hashtags. So, is that area supposed to be utilized just for hashtags? Could you please help me understand? Thank you. Sure, I, I like that question, and um, I'm not as big a superstar as Eric, who is um, two to my right, to my left, to my right. Um, but we, in our own sense, have uh, similar you know, I guess virality on certain things because mine is so different, but, um, that didn't make any sense, but I want Eric to answer this too. I personally don't care about hashtags. I, I don't care. I never have. It's never been an issue for me. Um, it's always been good content getting them because the first thing somebody sees when they're scrolling TikTok, which by the way, people spend more time on TikTok than they do on any other social media app, uh, no matter what any Google search will tell you, um, hours and hours and hours. And I think all of you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> you, you can just get lost in there. The very first thing that is catching their attention is the words coming out of someone's mouth or the music that's on there. And it's the first three seconds. Nobody's 
that's not to say that somebody isn't hashtag to search for something. So that is important, right? Like I said, I hashtagged Brooks laugh for all the videos I was doing that were me laugh reacting to other people, uh, other people's videos. Is somebody going and searching for hashtag Brooks laugh? No. Is it a, a cool um, piece of data that I can say on a clubhouse room? Yes. Does that make sense? Like if, if you feel like your videos are there to educate and somebody is going to hashtag uh, fitness, right? First of all, you're going to get lost in the mix. If, if you think that hashtag fitness is going to get you any um, traction again, Eric probably has a very different perspective on this. Um, this is my perspective. Um, I've never experienced that for me or for clients. It is always about your content, but you know, don't not put hashtags, but you'll find that there's super viral videos out there that have zero caption and zero hashtags. It's all about your momentum as a creator, your momentum as a, um, you know, you're a content producer and an educator. So whatever type of niche you're in, whatever type of videos you're doing, you got to catch them in that first three seconds, no matter what. And I've found that if you're educating by saying the word you, did you know, have you seen this or would you like to know, or, uh, you know, anything like that, the blockchain video that went viral for me, I, I don't know, it has half a million views about blockchain. Like what? Um, I said, do you know what blockchain is or something like that? And I believe that that's what got it going was the fact that I caught them in that first three seconds. People were like, what is that? You know, um, still don't quite get it, but, but I explained it the best I could. Right. Does that answer your question? I could go on and on about this, but. Yes, it does. But it leads me okay. to a follow-up question. Which sure. Is how, how does it hit people's, um, I guess, feed then? Sure. So the for you page, here's, here's where I'm going to get super, super technical. When, when TikTok first came out and I'm a software developer by trade, by education, um, I've always loved, um, algorithms and analytics and all of that. So the, the way that a platform determines where your video is going, whether it's a good one or not. Okay is by pushing it out to, I think, TikTok specifically. I don't know algorithms on the other um, platforms, a little bit about Facebook, but um, because that's like shareability, if people are, <clears throat> excuse me, liking it a lot, you know, commenting, that's part of it. But with TikTok, it's, it pushes it out to a group of about 400 people. And by way of that 400 people, whatever they do with it, it pushes out from there. Now, remember, it still has to do with time of day. If let's say you put a video out, you know, for my example, the crypto thing, right? If I put a video out about crypto at say 5 p.m. mountain time on a Tuesday and 100,000 other crypto TikTok creators put out a, a similar video, it's not going to, I'm going to get a little bit more lost in the mix than if I did it at, and I, I don't know these, these times, I wish that I did, but if I put one out at a different time and there's only 20,000 crypto TikTok creators that put it out there, I'm going to get more traction. So there's all these factors that are involved in this algorithm. 
whether or not, and, and when I say like time of day, it, it's very difficult to determine that. It's not something you can go, oh, well, this time is better. That that comes with putting out lots and lots of content. Then you can go back and go, oh, I, you know, I see a trend here with my own videos um, because I'm in a certain niche and because I got so many views on these videos and those videos I put out in the afternoons on weekdays, right? I have 950 videos I've done over the last year. I can then go back and see. So I know this is really intricate, but I, I want people to understand that it, hacking an algorithm is, it's impossible. So you just have to put out as much content as possible and, and make it, uh, you know, good lighting, good, good content, quick to a point. And that will then get pushed out. So those that group of 400 people I was talking about, it goes to them and they do stuff with it. They engage with it. They like it. They share it. They um, watch it over and over. That's a big thing is getting them to watch it over and over. Um, sharing it with people. I just said that. Once that's done, it gets pushed out to a bigger group of people. If that video doesn't do well in that first little push, then it doesn't go to very many, uh, all that many more people. Um, again, you could put the same video out at a certain time, let's say in the morning and then at night, and it's, it's going to be a different 400 people, right? Because those are the people that are on the app at that time. So your audience is going to be different. So the, the, um, results of that first push will always be different. There's four, you know, in, I think an infinite number of, of, uh, combinations of people or eyeballs that are going to be on your video to determine whether it goes to the next step. I know that was super technical, but does that make sense? No, that was perfect. Thank you so much. Okay. I, I understand what I have to do. Thank you. You're welcome. Make good content <laughs> and tag me in, in your video so I can, I can see it. Tag me in the comment and I'll, I'll go watch it. Um, I, I rarely tell people to tag me because once you get to a certain level, I know Eric can detest to this, <laughs> attest to this. Um, after an hour, my, my words stumble over. Um, if you tag me, I may not see it. <laughs> I get tagged a lot so um, and, and comments a lot. So after a while, it gets to be, it gets to be a lot. So is there anybody else that wanted to ask a question? I got about three minutes left um, before I pass it on. Brooke, do you find that, um, you know, you were just talking about like times of day and things like that. Do you find that it's the same or different for people? So like if you and I are talking, you know, you're talking about crypto, I'm talking about social, does the time of day matter for our audience or is it per like industry or is it kind of flat across the board? Well, it's, it just depends. <laughs> I wish that I, I know there's people out there that that you know understand the algorithm in a different way than than I do. I just I see it like like when you watch the Matrix, right? And the the code going down the screen. That's literally how an algorithm works. There's so many. There's millions of factors that go into it. And so yes, time of day. Um, you know when I've gone back and, and analyzed my videos, um, because they're so different, I was able to say like, okay, these laugh react videos do better at night. Um, 
you know, when people are on and, and I would I'm kind of determine, and then even me in my analytical mind, I'd be like, whoa, there's just too many factors here. So there's a generalization. Yes, you can go back and say, okay, this audience, and there's definitely analytics in TikTok um, that just show you a very basic amount of information. It'll show like when your audience is online. I like the fact that I can see that 75% of my audience is women. That to me is important because I know that I'm speaking to women when I talk about tech, tech, techie stuff. Um, and that forms my content than if I was talking to men. Um, so those little, little things you can determine and you can, uh, control, I guess, but, um, it's, it's really, it's really content and it's put, you know, put some out in the morning, put some out in the evening. A lot of people talk about putting content out or uh, loading videos at night before people go to bed. I've never found that to be uh, successful. I've put out videos and then gone to sleep and they, they didn't go anywhere. So I don't know if that answered your question. I get, I get lost in the data and that's a lot for me because I love data. So it, it's a matter of, of putting out that content and then just kind of testing it, going back. And I have spreadsheets where I can show clients, this is what I've seen happen with people in your industry. And this is where you want it to go. But unless that content's good, you know, I had to walk away from two different clients in the last six months because they just couldn't put together good videos. That's, that's, that's it. And we could do all the ads we wanted. They could spend hundreds and hundreds of you know, thousands of dollars on ads, but they're, they were unable to capture anything on video with, with what they were saying. So I hope that helped and answered your question. And I am super excited. Make sure that you guys go and DM me the word tech one, two, three, all, all one word. Um, we're testing out this really cool bot feature that um, my um, friend and colleague put together. She's super smart and um, get on my mailing list. I'm going to do some workshops for getting girls into tech, um, talking to um, women in the workforce that want to maybe switch careers into tech. Um, we need more women uh, in the tech field. And then also going to be doing um, a crypto um, membership. So a program to, to teach that. So I get the immense pleasure to hand this over to my friend, Kate. I am super excited for your segment. Take it away, my friend. Thank you everybody for, for listening to me jabber on for an hour. Thank you, Brooke. We appreciate <laughs> Thank you, you Glenn. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.